0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Running on Scuffs. Uh, I am your host, Mr. Justin Seeger, and uh, I'm joined today by a lovely panel of, uh, of wonderful scuffs who are on time this week. Uh, so, just uh, just kidding. I have to give everybody a hard time. Uh, it's because of the off weekend, isn't it? It's because everybody got a little bit of extra rest. Uh, perhaps, uh, hope, uh, everybody had a wonderful father's day to all the fathers out there. We, uh, we wish you a a happy late father's day and, uh, and a late happy birthday to our, uh, Mr. Mike Daffner, uh, NASCAR took my birthday off. That's, uh, that's an interesting comment. You know what? Simply for that, I'm going to let you, uh, do your intro first. How are you doing
1: tonight, sir? doing pretty okay having a little bit of car issues but nothing too terrible ready to talk nascar with you folks as always and enjoyed enjoyed my birthday yesterday and enjoyed the day off from doing points for our fantasy league so ready to go
0: so what what mike didn't say in that was uh, that he decided for his birthday he was going to do donuts on the uh, on the freeway uh, and therefore now he has to drive on a donut that's
1: yep that's exactly that, what that, i did
0: were you
2: that, eating donuts good. while you were doing it because i mean you gotta oh. go for the, the <laughs> <perfecta>.
1: <laughs> that good old crispy cream man yes are you going for like a, a classic glazed
0: or are you more of a do you like the chocolate or the sprinkles like oh the classic, are, okay.
1: classic glaze all the way i i I and, and there's something about a cream filled donut I just don't like, so I just stick with classic glaze. Dan, shut your mouth. <laughs> this is a family show, yeah.
0: Family show, sorry, such right.
1: After dark, right, yeah. such a dark. we'll, we'll talk about that later, later
0: on. We're can, yeah, we're, <laughs> con- we're continually finding uh content for that, uh, even when we're not looking for it. So,
2: you know, but. the good stuff always just finds you, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. You know we talk right, about so this show a lot. One time we need to actually just do it—just one episode of just get it all out there Dan, at the end of the season. It. A... It'll
2: be a down. It'll be a download only. We're not doing that live and, and oh, broadcasting no. it.
1: No, Dan, Dan is uh, be... Dan's in charge of producing that one. All oh, right, woo! So, yeah, yeah. Okay. we might need to get a. <laughs> we may need to set up a Patreon for that one and actually make people. The pay I'm... FCC ain't going to be happy, that. but it's
2: okay.
0: <laughs> I'm uh I, I'm making uh, Dan sign a waiver for that show uh, about like freeing me from any liability. Yeah. It's, it's all on Dan. Yeah. Just Dan.
1: Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, on Dan. yeah. Yeah. As the, as the yeah, producer and host, Dan. it's going to be on me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Dan, uh, our resident Florida man, how are you doing tonight, sir?
2: I'm doing good. Um, had the had the day off uh, for the holiday from from work today. So happy Juneteenth to those who celebrate it um but uh yeah no had a busy day i literally just got home and got a shower right before we got on on air here i literally popped in maybe 10 seconds before we went live but um no it's been a busy day and uh, happy to sit and hang out with you guys for a bit
0: absolutely and as always in our uh, our bottom right hand corner our producer mr zach williams zach uh for the last few weeks you've been our only zach um so uh i don't know where uh Mr. Zachary Bell's uh, been, besides some car trouble of his own, Uh, but anyway, uh, our lone Zachary Williams, how are you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing pretty good. You know, I've been having some uh, race withdrawals without having racing, the only thing we got to watch this weekend was our uh, friend Christian Rose come in seventh place, which was pretty awesome, but other than that, just working. You know, I'm a chef. I was working Father's Day brunch at six in the morning, so...
0: You know, one of these uh one of these days, Zach, we're gonna be uh doing a live running on scuff show with with everybody here uh all together and we're going to pay you to to make us something fancy for that show. Or yeah. just smoke some ribs because them things were mm. Yeah, that's that. the they were good. Yeah, that's Dan and Dan and Zach are both resident Florida men, so they uh they get to to enjoy that uh together but the rest of us do not mike you and i are left out of that so
1: yeah i don't think those things would keep in the mail so no, one of these days i might right. have to yeah. take my weekend and make a nice little trip down to florida to get some eggs from dan just, and get so just, just come straight down,
3: straight down for the uh daytona race in august and then we'll I'll give you some ribs. We'll, we'll smoke do a, we'll yeah.
1: a group trip. You see, you see, there's there's a little bit of a problem with that. I'm not much of a fan of the heat, so Florida in August sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well, in race. that
2: case. It's Florida from, from March through October. I mean, it might cool off some early November, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll come, <laughs> I'll come
1: like late November before Thanksgiving oh, yeah, and get yeah, some yeah. eggs and some ribs.
3: I'll, say, I'll smoke yeah. ribs in the infield and they'll camp out.
0: I'll be honest with you, Mike, just to be safe, you might want to wait till like late January.
1: <laughs> I'm about to say, you know what? Just next Daytona 500. That's our winter. February, like, yeah, okay. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I might. I might we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Daytona 500. So.
0: Because even before, even before Thanksgiving in Florida, that, that you're, you could still be. Oh, it's hot. Very up, hot. Yeah. Let, let me
2: just say, I've literally got a sunburn on New Year's Day. Like, that's a legit
3: thing. <laughs> yeah, like flip flop shorts, t shirt, all the way up until about mid January. And even then, yeah. sometimes, even then. So, see, Ohio we get, is like, just false temp- winter and then real winter later.
1: Yeah. Ohio's just temperamental. It could be in the 60s in January or we could get snow in September. We really don't know. <laughs> you don't have to worry about no, that hot. here. <laughs> nope.
3: It's hot, and then hot again. <laughs> yeah, you should get swamped Mike, out. Mike, I'm the time.
0: Mike. I've already told you, stop making up words. There's no such thing as snow. There's <laughs> What is a, that? Word it's mean? a figment of yeah. your imagination yeah.
1: made by. It's a
0: foreign. <laughs> it's a foreign concept. To you know what? You guys heard states.
1: it. You guys are gonna hear it here first live. I'm gonna get a laptop with a webcam, and just in January, I'm gonna do like a, a, a like the show from my backyard, just so you guys can see what this
3: bull crap looks like. He's gonna build like a snow chair and a snowman. Next yeah, and just like <laughs> broadcasting with his little friend.
0: You're just going to get a green screen, and you're going to try to, like... He's going to
3: do like they do when they do in, in Disney. It's, it's going to be okay. bubbles.
0: Okay. It's just going to be
2: bubbles yeah. falling from the sky. Uh-huh. Listen, if it snows in Disney,
1: <laughs>
3: you know, I'm going right. Yeah, Celebration Village snows every year. You you
1: Southerners better quit talking, or I'm going to ask Mother Nature to send it your way this winter. Hey,
2: don't worry. We got a tropical storm brewing. It's on the way. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. We're going cool. to get that
1: that's still get, that, that's and rainy fun. and windy. I'm get I'm gonna ask Mother Nature to send y'all some snow this winter if you don't listen.
2: Quit. The last time it's, it snowed here was
1: 1989, okay? Well, guess yeah. what? I was born in 1989, <laughs> so try me. I was too I was I was born in 1987.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well we've got a uh, we've got a great show uh plan for everybody and everybody's in a great mood. I I love it. We've got uh a few storylines we're going to get to uh, here a little bit later, but uh, we've also got two brand new segments uh, that we're going to be introducing. I think it's going to be fun, and uh, yeah, we're we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're going to be talking about the uh, the season as a whole uh, thus far. Uh, we don't have any races to review, but we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about all the racing this uh, season, the ones that have already happened, and those still yet to come. Uh, and we're going to be ready for it. So uh, as always, check out our socials, our website. Uh, most of you are watching on at least one of our socials right now, uh, either Facebook or YouTube or Twitter. Uh, so be sure to, to comment down below your thoughts. We love to hear from everybody. And uh, without further ado, we do have some uh, some storylines to get through, even though it's been the off weekend. So let's go ahead and get into our Scuff story segment. And we do have, like I said, we do have a few things to uh, to get out of the way. Uh, first and foremost, it has been announced that the championship race in Phoenix uh, has uh, sold out their uh, grandstand tickets. Uh, there are still infield and hillside tickets still available uh, for those who are looking to go to that. Uh, Bob Pachris, when he posted this on Twitter, he said he imagined that there were a lot of Kevin Harvick fans that uh, that bought tickets to this race. Mike, are you, uh, you happen to find any, uh, Phoenix tickets, uh, for November?
1: I did not. There's a little, a little bit of far. Yeah, I was hoping you might, me. that might've been
0: like, I was hoping that might've been in your, uh, like in your, uh, uh, birthday celebration or something.
1: Nah, but don't tempt me. But, <laughs> but uh,
0: Nonetheless, so uh, really cool to see the championship race uh, sold out, even in Phoenix. I know some of us are not thrilled to have Phoenix as our championship racetrack, but, you know, it's nice that it gets sold out anyway. Uh, Here's an interesting storyline. A couple of Xfinity races have actually swapped channels. Uh, The Charlotte Road course was uh, originally planned to be on the USA Network. Now it's going to be on NBC uh, and Homestead a little bit later in October uh, Was going to be on NBC Now it's going to be on USA So NBC making a little swap there I assume that's because they expect uh, The Charlotte Road Course uh, To bring in a little bit more More eyes uh, of a viewership uh, Than Homestead um, It's interesting just, men-
1: there. just mentioning the Roval to me Just pisses me off <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
0: the it's the Charlotte Road Course now, Mike. It's uh, oh, I'm sorry. They, they've they've taken the they've taken the word "roval" away. Apparently. Is it still a road oval? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> if they haven't
1: reconfigured the track, then in my opinion, it's still the roval, and I don't They're care what they call words. it. Just, now you're just making up words. <laughs>
0: I know when when they first went to the Indianapolis road course, they were very adamant that it is not a roval. That they were like, this is the Indy road course. Even though a lot of NASCAR fans uh, were... A lot of NASCAR fans were like, it's the Indy roval.
1: No, it's not the roval. It's definitely not the roval. It's the Indy rock tangle. (laughs) Very true.
3: Yeah, yeah, the... the, That course course ain't noble. Not
1: an oval. I mean, just just Indy in general, like the old Brickyard course. That ain't an oval. That's a rectangle.
3: Okay. I wish you they bring that back for of bring bring back the, the uh, rectangle.
0: I don't know if you guys have seen or remember the uh, the uh, the Chicago Street course coming up in a couple of weeks. The track map for that looks like two boxes that are set up like in a weird <laughs> diagonal. It's almost pattern. a figure eight. Like they don't cross pads. Yeah, yeah. It's like a figure eight without crossing. Maybe they're listening to Tony Stewart after all. Ah, yeah, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Connor Daly is going to drive the uh, the number 41 truck for Nice Motorsports at Mid-Ohio, so that'll be a... Uh, the 41's kind of been Nice's uh, quote-unquote all-star truck. I know uh, Ross Chastain's driven that for a, a few races, so nice to see Connor Daly drive that. Uh, Matt Mills is going to get the opportunity to drive the number 51 truck for KBM at both Richmond and Milwaukee a little bit later in the year. So we'll be interested to see that. Uh, And here's our big, uh, big announcement uh, for today. Um, One of another, one of NASCAR's uh, worst kept secrets. Uh, Stuart Haas racing has announced that they have a, 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 major announcement set for uh, Wednesday. Uh, and as I, we've already acknowledged this, it's it most likely it's expected to be, uh, Josh Berry driving the number four for, uh, for SHR, uh, taking over for Kevin Harvick after this season. Uh, we're just waiting on the official announcement for that. Um, Dan, you and I were talking about this uh, a little bit earlier. What it just feels like NASCAR has kind of because of how fast everything comes out, it just seems like there's no surprises anymore with anything.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I grew up in the era of the classic Jayski Ski website, and I mean, that was where we went to get the rumors and the news. Um, and honestly, it was really the only website that was leg- realistically covering NASCAR. Um, granted, like all the all the press releases and, and news announcements that was that was announced, they would always be covered on there. But um, it was it was always like a rumor site, more than anything. Um, and it was not always 100% accurate. I mean, there was rumors back in the day of different drivers going to different teams that never happened. Um, were there talks between the teams and the driver, there was no proof or evidence, but it was just a site that people could, could post rumors. and realistically, most of the time they were accurate, but sometimes they weren't, and that was the fun of it. Now it's like every single time you get on Twitter, you have some journalist or reporter who's trying to break news before anybody else, and, and, it's, and you, it's not really giving the teams the chance to really break their own news anymore. And, I, I mean, granted, I understand it's the way that you know most journalism and especially sports broadcasting and journalism is gone, um, but, I mean, you're not really giving the teams the chance to announce their news or the drivers to announce their news so the excitement's not really built up for these announcements um like like you said Stuart Haas has already announced that they have an announcement coming up wednesday and we pretty much know what it's going to be um it's not really the annu- the the excitement being built oh what's this announcement is it a new sponsor is it a new driver you know oh does you know eric amarola say he's not retiring again like there is no speculation or surprise anymore it's just hey here's here's the news and there you go and then the team announces it officially two weeks later down the road and it's, it's just to me it's a it's an unfortunate uh event as far as how the news is being broken nowadays but unfortunately that's that's how it's going and i don't see it stopping
0: anytime soon yeah it it seems to just it seems to be that way um and you know i personally i love you know getting the information you know as quickly as we do like that's one benefit but it does kind of take the the luster away from these big announcements that the teams have um you know because like you said dan back in the day we could speculate if if Stuart Haas said they were having a major announcement, we could speculate all day long that Josh Berry was going to the, to the four, but we wouldn't know that uh, until, you know, until certain things came out. So, but anyway, uh, one other thing, a piece of information that's tied to that. um, Anheuser-Busch is still expected to, uh, to commit to the number one, uh, track house team after bush uh or after harvick retires uh, so that's a sponsor that is currently expected to leave shr and go to uh to ross chastain is uh, uh do we really see uh ross chastain as a as a bush beer drinker is he i mean he's a watermelon farmer he's more of a, Bud a Light fan could we get uh could we get a watermelon flavored bush beer Listen, I'm here for it. I'm not I'm not a big huge, you know, beer drinker myself,
2: but if you give me something watermelon flavored, I'll probably drink it. I'll I'll probably be the little white girl on the beach drinking <laughs> it up.
0: I I mean, I mean I could see it. It's uh, it, uh I mean, hey, we're all about sponsorship uh taking an interest in the drivers they go with. So I mean, why not? Let's let's have a watermelon flavored bush. Uh, I I would at least try it.
1: Um, I mean, they already have watermelon flavored uh, Bud Light. It wouldn't be a stretch.
3: Well, they did the Bush uh, Apple, and that one wasn't very good. So, yeah, they already
1: have the Bud Light uh, seltzer watermelons. That wouldn't be too hard to.
0: Maybe that's what they need. Bush needs their own uh, watermelon seltzer.
1: There we go. Uh,
0: yeah. Alright, one other piece of uh, of information. We have uh, some schedule rumors for 2024. Uh, it's been more or less reported. Uh, right now, nothing's been officially announced, but uh, it's been rumored that Bristol Dirt will not return uh, in 2024. Um, unfortunately, Dan, I'm not on the same page. I like the Dirt. but do would have um, to always agree, bud. I, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but Uh, If the dirt does return, it is expected not to be on Easter Sunday. Uh, What is expected uh, is potentially a points race at North Wilkesboro uh, to potentially replace that. Uh, So I'm all I'm hoping is NASCAR can figure out the short track package uh, or if they can get a better tire compound for, for North Wilkesboro in the future. If they can do that, I'll support it,
1: but same i mean as it currently stands i'm like oh somehow you managed to replace racing that is not that great with racing that is even worse it's like oh that's (laughs) great (laughs)
0: um one other uh rumor that has been thrown around recently is that the indie road course may not return in 2024 uh, that they're potentially considering going to uh, Indy oval. All these are, none of these are confirmed at the moment. They're all still speculation. But uh, the schedule is uh, expected to release sometime around September. So we've still got a little bit before we get to that point. So, give me an indie street course. That'd be great you know let's not uh, as a matter of fact um i think if you're chicago uh maybe you remind nascar that there is a perfectly good mile and a half track that's right <laughs> down the road um that's especially yeah. that's, that's currently not being used um you know so maybe you know maybe we try something else for chicago i'm you know, let me let me say this. Mama Seeger, she says, bring back the brickyard. I agree. I you know, mm-hmm. just for the just for the sake of it being a crown jewel race, uh at the brickyard, I know that some of the racing there in the past wasn't the best, but I think the next gen car is exactly what Indy needs. Uh and I think the Indy Oval is is the perfect place for that. Uh yeah. especially with I
2: always, in, I always enjoyed the oval like I know it didn't always put the, the, the best racing product out there, um, but I thought it was something unique, historical. Like you said, it was a crown jewel, um, but I mean, I always, I, I'm a sucker to go back and watch races and qualifying on YouTube, and Indy is always one that I go back and watch. Road Courses is one I always go back and watch, obviously, three stricter plate races at Daytona Talladega, and then short tracks. Mile and a half, uh, I need you to take them or leave them. But those tracks, for some reason, they're always the ones I always go back to, and I'll, I'll watch ones from the 90s. I'll watch from some early 2000s. I just feel like you know that nostalgia of the track itself, and honestly, I've, I've just it always brought out weird drivers um, that either had like an indie background or open wheel background, mm-hmm. um, and so like having them on the oval because it's something that you know the Indy 500 runs on, um, and then A- AJ Foy always used always used to bring an extra car there for the uh, Cup Series races and stuff like that. So I just I always enjoyed it. I know not everybody did, but I'd love to see it go back personally.
1: Yeah, and I mean, actually, the Chicago street course layout kind of reminds me of, like, two miniature indie, like, indie ovals or indie rectangles, I should say. See, even even in the new things we do, we're still asking for it. We're still asking for it to be brought back. And while we're um, reminding NASCAR of Land, let's remind them that Eldora Speedway exists like an hour from me and put the truck race back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: right now, uh, I don't know if... I, I'll be interested to see what they do with the dirt. If, uh, if by taking Bristol dirt off, I wonder, like, for the trucks, are they going to potentially... Go back to Eldora. Are they going to keep the race at Knoxville? Um, That would be, you know, some things that are, I think are going to be questioned uh, moving forward. Hopefully we'll get those answers in September. Um, That's all the news stories we have. And uh, gentlemen, we've got a couple new segments that we're going to do tonight. We're going to have a little bit of fun Uh, in this first segment. We're going to be talking about the, uh, the season as a whole, And uh, this, uh, we don't have a graphic made up, but it's going to be called Push to the Playoffs. And uh, in this segment, we're going to be taking a look at uh, each of the drivers uh, that are running full time uh, for the Cup Series right now. And we're going to determine what their goal should be uh, moving forward to these uh, final 10 races of the regular season. And uh, to help us with this, I I have a nice... Uh, tier maker list that I have set up here. Oh. So uh, we've got four uh, four different categories that I set up. And uh, for some of the drivers uh, that are locked into the playoffs, uh, there's something to be said for winning the regular season championship. It offers 15 extra playoff points uh, for those who get it. Uh, so I think there are some drivers that really need to try to make that a priority, try to get the regular season championship. Uh, there are some drivers who, even though they're locked into the playoffs, they're really not within that, within that reach of, uh, of earning the regular season championship. So they need to try to earn more playoff points in other ways by winning stages and winning races. Uh, and then the other two categories we have are for those who, uh, can point their way into the playoffs. Either they are uh, on that cusp, uh, either right above or right below the cut line. And then finally, those that are in a must-win situation. So we're going to do this together, and those who are in the comments, you guys can help us out with this. Uh, So let us know what you guys think. And we're just going to go by number here. We're going to start with uh, Ross Chastain. Ross is only a few weeks removed from being in that – regular season championship spot even though he's not uh <clears throat> even though he has not won he's currently sitting fourth in points uh 24 points out of the regular season championship uh what do you guys think his goal should be should he focus on uh winning the regular season championship or does he need to try to win his way in uh, to get there?
1: I'd say his goal is uh, can point in because I don't think we're gonna, I don't think we're gonna have enough different winners to
3: for no one to get in on points. So mm. yeah, I think I think he'd have to. He could point in. I don't think he'll win, but he'll point.
0: Okay, so we're uh, we're thinking that. Do we uh, think he's out of that regular season championship conversation? Or I mean, right now we he's we're ten races away and he's twenty four points back. So. I mean, I
2: think he's still in the discussion, um, but I, I think he's getting kind of hitting a little uh, a low spot in the season for him. Um, so I don't, I don't see him really progressing forward much more. Um, I could see him kind of maintaining where he's at, maybe falling back a bit. But I, I don't think the the next ten races are going to really fall his way to get him back up into
0: the the lead of the points. All right, well, we'll set him uh, where he is right now. What about Austin Cindric in the two? Last year's Daytona 500 champion and rookie of the year. Uh, he was able to, to win his way into the playoffs early, uh, very early with the Daytona 500 win last year. Now, though, he sits uh, 21st on the playoff grid, 39 points back, 39 points with 10 races left. Do we feel like he could point his way in? Or do we think that he's kind of in that must-win scenario uh, moving forward? I
2: feel like that's a must-win, That being that far back. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. And I mean, granted, it's only 39 points, but that's, that's a whole race. So I feel like anything from there
0: back for sure is going to be a must-win, um, unless they already have the win, of course. Well, that's an interesting, uh, interesting take. I would agree with that. I think uh, the only thing I could see helping Austin Cedric points wise would be uh, the road courses coming up. Uh, we know he's good at Indy road course, uh, and I think the Chicago street course is going to be kind of a toss up, right in the you know in the air uh, for that. But nonetheless, we'll put him in that must win category. Here's another one that I think is going to end up uh, in that category: Austin Dillon. Uh, he was actually doing pretty well, but, uh, before that penalty, but after he now sits 28th on the playoff grid, 108 points back.
1: That's uh that's a must win right there. Is it not? That's he's not a only a point. must win, but he also needs to earn more playoff points because after the penalty, he has negative yep. five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's not doing good, uh, as far as that either.
1: So he's already going to start, uh, way back in the, uh, It'd be funny if all he did was win. Cause isn't in that what that's just one extra playoff point for winning a race. I know it's, uh, no, it's, you get five if you five. win in yeah, one okay. stage. Okay. Yeah. So if all he did was win and didn't win any stages, he would start with zero playoff points. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh so we'll put Austin Dillon in that must win
0: category. Uh Mike, what about your favorite driver here? Kevin Harvick. He currently sits uh, above the cut line, doing pretty well in points. Uh, as well he is 11th on the playoff grid behind the uh the non-winners or behind the winners and Ross Chastain
1: and he's fifth in points
0: uh he's fifth in overall points 25 points back uh from the regular season championship uh do we put him in the same category as Chastain or do we think that Harvick can win the the regular season championship
1: um we're coming up to a lot of races where Harvick has a decent average finish so I'm saying either earn more his goal should be to either just earn more playoff points or be the regular
3: season champion either or I think playoff points on that one earn more earn more playoff points
0: earn more playoff points I could I could see that I'm actually going to to put my vote and and Dan you might have a different uh thought here um I'm going to put my vote in for the regular season champion I think he's got uh wins last year at Martin's uh, not Martinsville, Richmond, and Michigan. Um, so I think that, you know, not saying that he's going to win at those two tracks, but he certainly could. He's proven that he can in the uh, next-gen car. Um, I think just with those performances alone, uh, he could potentially get to that that All regular the, season championship spot.
1: I'll actually yeah. switch to that, too.
2: I mean, he's 25 points back, and, and like you said, this is kind of his forte of tracks coming up. Um, and I feel like him and Stuart Haas as a whole has been improving a little bit over the season. Obviously, with uh, the penalty that uh, Briscoe was given, he is pretty far back there in points. But um, I, th- I feel like coming up of the next couple races, this is definitely going to be something for, for Harvick to charge to the front. I mean, he is a closer after all. That's that's his name for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll put him in a, We'll we'll put him in the regular season champion conversation uh he's only one point behind ross jastain uh and ryan blaney uh so they've got a really close battle going on i mean third through seventh uh in regular season standing right now are like within eight points of each other so uh kyle larson uh someone who has he's won multiple races this season so i think he's he's in the conversation um, but he's not really in the conversation. I think for playoff points, uh, or for the regular season championship, anyway. So I'm thinking Kyle Larson needs to just earn more playoff points by doing what he does best, and I think that's by winning races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winning stage, winning races.
2: Um, I mean he's almost hundred. Got- well, he's like eighty points out of the lead. So eighty-five. Um, yeah, that's 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 two races. Full of races, so or full of points. So I definitely think that really is his only option to to really improve
0: his his standings when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh moving on to uh to Brad Keselowski in the six. Uh this has been a turnaround season for RFK. They did not do very well last year, but they're in a good position this year, uh, with both drivers currently in. Brad Keselowski's in by 96 points. Uh, is that good enough to uh, to point his way in?
2: Um, I think I'm gonna, so. I, I mean, he he's he's ninety six points in at the moment, but there's only three drivers behind him in points. If that's the case, so if we get four more winners that haven't won so far this season, that's knocking him out because uh, he's uh, eighty points behind. Almost eighty points behind Kevin Harvick as far as as being points out of the of the uh, playoffs, so I think he has to. I think it to be safe, he needs to get that win, uh, or or um, at least move up a couple couple uh, positions in standings. But I, I think the win's gonna gonna help him out a lot. He can point his way in, but I, I feel like the win on that one, anybody of those last four in the playoff
0: standings, um, I feel like it's gonna have to get the win to get in. All right. So uh so Dan's kinda made his case for, for must win. Uh anyone else does uh that is anyone else think
1: he can point his way in or do we think uh must win's where he needs to go? Once again, I don't think we're gonna get that many different winners for the remainder of the season, maybe one or two. So I'm gonna say he can point in.
3: I th- I feel like he could point in, but he wouldn't make it very far. But he would be able to point in for sure. Okay,
0: I I agree with that. I think uh, we can put him in that point-in category. Uh, let's go ahead and get, uh, because uh, just to make this a little faster, let's go ahead and get some of these out of the way that we know are more than likely going to be must-win scenarios. Um, Zach, I, I hate to do it for you, but I think Chase Elliott, uh, after his penalty from uh, for Gateway, I, I think that's kind of what we're looking at for him now, right? Unfortunately, in
1: seven races. I mean, yeah, no. unfortunately, unfortunately I, I, I
3: that's where we're at. But I mean, I don't want to jinx him, but hopefully, he gets some. <clears throat> I
2: mean, um, I, I, I think, like we said earlier, anything outside of the top 20 uh, is going to be pretty hard. So, I mean, I, I would go with LaJoy, Justin Haley, uh, Todd Gillilan, Ryan Priest, Erica Marola. I mean, they're all pretty much at that point going to be a win to get in. Yeah. Briscoe
0: certainly in that scenario after his penalty, 31st in points, 148 back. Um I would uh That's AJ is kind of on the on the fence there. Uh Harrison Burton certainly. Uh Justin Haley. I'd
3: say uh, all of legacy. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. I, I was hoping yeah. they'd do a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Um we're just gonna put the uh the 51 and the 77 are not full-time drivers, even though they're full-time cars. Uh, We'll just put them in must-win scenarios for their respective owners brackets. Um, So we're kind of, kind of left with uh, certain drivers here. Um, Who else do we have that's in the kind of the regular season champion uh, conversation? Obviously Martin Truex Jr. leads the point, uh, the points right now. So, Uh, William Byron. I think any of the top five for sure. Um, Of course, that's the first one. Justin grabs. (laughs) (laughs) He is the okay. Even though he's my favorite driver, he is the regular
1: season points leader at the moment. Um, William Byron. Blaney's
2: only twenty four points. Yeah, I'm
1: going to say
3: Blaney as well. I mean, I think that's
2: pretty much. Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush has an outside
3: chance, but I, I don't. I think see Kyle him. Bush can. Well, I'm looking at the NASCAR app at the playoff standings, and right now Kyle Bush has 17 playoff points. yeah as but, but no, no, we're right
2: talking now. about regular season championship here. So you have right, True but I, I, has but,
3: 525. Yeah, so, so I'm saying they, he wouldn't have to be in the earn more playoff points. I think he could be in the regular I season mean, champion. He's almost 30 like, points like that, back. That, that,
0: that, yeah. I mean, what about Christopher Bell? He said I mean he's seventh. He's only thirty-two points out. I mean, if we're gonna put Kyle Bush in that conversation, I think C Bell deserves to be there as well. I'm yeah. also
1: gonna but I got another one as well. I uh it's gonna be a bold prediction, but I think Bubba Wallace at the twenty three is a must win.
0: Hmm.
1: 23, let's see, Bubba Wallace currently he's is, he's currently he's sitting, in. He's
2: sitting uh, 15th in
0: points, but
3: yeah. how true. Sure he is. Uh, the is
2: there anybody behind him with a win?
0: Uh, there's not, but no. uh, he's 26 points above the cut line. Alex Bowman is right on the, nope, the cut just, line uh, with yeah, three points. Daniel Suarez is right below uh, with three. Yeah. And, of course, we do have, uh, you know, obviously I think there's a heavy hitter. With Chase Elliott uh sitting below, I think that's someone that mm-hmm. could certainly sort of well, I mean, make it. We we know
2: uh we already have some ones that some that have wins.
0: Yes, Denny Hamlin uh has got a win. Uh mm-hmm. Joey Logano, uh Tyler Reddick, and Stenhouse all yep. uh currently have wins. So I think we can put them in the category of okay. they need those are to just more points. Yeah, just try to earn those playoff mm-hmm. points. So that leaves us with seven uh seven drivers right now. I put uh, yeah. Let's put, let's sorry. talk about that cut line right now. Uh, Chris Butcher is in the best position uh, on that cut line right now. He's uh, above uh, with a one hundred and two point gap. Is that enough? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think he points in. I think we can put him in that situation. I
1: see, and I think we can also put Bowman in the can point in as well. I think Bowman could point in as well. He's very consistent.
0: He is. We'll we'll see. Uh we'll see what happens there. I think AJ Almendinger is a must win. I don't see AJ Almendinger being able to point mm-hmm. his way in.
2: Yeah, he's 33 um, points back. I I agree with that. Which I mean that.
3: he absolutely could
2: win the Chicago
3: Street course, but yes, but yeah, again, there, yeah, he definitely a, has a, to, to. You gotta win to get yeah. in. Yeah. He definitely has to, um, to win. Um like so I, said, that, I throw Bubba there. Honestly,
2: I put McDowell in that same position. I mean, I know uh he's only 14 points out, but again, he's he's really only top tier at the road courses and the super speedways. I think Suarez might be no. able to point in maybe Suarez. I mean Suarez is only three points behind Bowman. Um mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like out of the out of the 17 or top 18, 17 drivers, um I feel like he would be one of the better ones to point in. Um but I, I kind of agree with Mike though. The twenty three, I almost feel it is a must win, just I, because I it hasn't really gone well for him here lately. Uh, mm-hmm. He hasn't really gotten the finishes and the results um, that I would expect of a playoff driver.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're we're thinking Bubba for a must win. That's a that's an interesting pick there. Um, I'm going to say just because. Um, I see. I think Ty Gibbs has a season similar to Chase Elliott's rookie season. Um, Chase Elliott did not win in his rookie season, but he was able to point his way into that top 16. I think Ty Gibbs could be the same way. He's been stringing together some top 10 finishes lately, and uh, he's sitting right below, only 11 points out. And because uh, there's such a, a tight, uh, a tight line around the cut line. Uh, with Bubba with Alex Bowman Suarez uh, and Ty Gibbs I think he can point his way in uh, potentially I think if Bubba's gonna slip out someone else has got to take that spot uh, and I think it could be Ty Gibbs mm-hmm. I mean I, well. I,
2: I think him or Daniel Suarez both have a very good chance of, at it um, obviously Suarez yep. has little experience I feel um, more confident
3: with Suarez getting yeah, if yeah if I
2: had to if I had to pick between the two, I would definitely mm-hmm. want Suarez in my car to, to point its way into the playoffs. But um I think they both have a very strong chance of, of making it happen.
1: Definitely need to save that so we can come back to it later. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well gonna... right
2: now we have more than sixteen players or people in the playoffs
0: according to that. So no. well, yeah. Well these are <laughs> well these are these are ones who can who can point their way in, yeah. not saying they will. Yeah. Um but we'll we'll save that for sure. Um that's a that's a good a good discussion right there. I think we're at a point uh where if you're locked into the playoffs, I think you're really I think your focus is on getting those playoff points, whether it be stage wins or race wins, um, and also preparing your cars for the playoffs. You want to, you know, have that information that you need uh, to move forward. I know some teams are probably already looking at their notes from Phoenix, from Vegas, from Darlington. Um, you know, they're going to be looking at that and trying to get their cars uh, even from Kansas. Those playoff tracks, they're going to be. Getting those notes ready to get those cars set up for the playoffs. <clears throat> um, but that was a fun segment, and I feel like this next one's going to be even more fun. Uh, are you guys ready to uh, to play a little bit of a game here?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm just happy you sped that one up because right uh, before my, you did it, I
0: Mike, I was uh, instructed to tell you that you're not allowed. To
1: look up the stats during this segment, I will close my stats page. We're good, but I, I'm just happy you sped that last one up because, uh, yeah, I had just thought right before you did it that that needed to go a little quicker.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, for sure. But we're gonna be uh, we're gonna have a little bit of fun. This is called Guess the Race. And uh, we've had 16 different races uh, throughout uh, NASCAR, uh, the 2023 season so far. And I'm going to see if you guys can guess which race is which uh, simply based on the stats that I give you. Um, oh, boy. So this is going to be, uh, be interesting. I have seven of them here. And those in the comments, you guys can follow along as well uh, with this. So this-, this should be pretty fun.
1: This is either going to go really well for me, or be really embarrassing, since I pride myself on stats. So let's (laughs) let's try to not ruin the brand here for me. (laughs) Yeah, I might have to change my title if I lose this.
0: We just might. We just might. All right. Um, Starting off, this first race uh, had four lead changes, and if you think you know what it is at any time feel free to feel free to take a guess uh the first hint for this race is it had four lead changes throughout the race we we
2: could just guess the track right we don't have to guess the name of the actual race yeah just guess and they're all cup they're all
0: cup races correct these are all cup races yes just want to verify
1: um four lead changes hold on hold on hold on that's um no, I think Sonoma had six, including the little back and forth. The second
0: hint: there were thirty-two cars running at the finish, twenty-seven of which were on the lead lap. Hmm. How
1: many running Coda at finish?
0: Thirty-two cars uh, running at the finish. Twenty-seven in the lead lap. It was not Coda.
1: No, that would have um. Was that Bristol dirt? It is
0: Bristol dirt. It's your favorite, Mike.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm one one zero right now. So, all
0: right, the second race had fifty two lead changes. There were twenty three cars running at the finish. Talladega. 17 on the lead lap. It was not Talladega. Daytona. No. Then it was Atlanta. It was, it was the Daytona 500. Yeah.
1: Ah! I was just about to say that. <laughs> had to be one of the three. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah. You don't get um, that many lead changes at like a short track.
3: Or, uh, by the
0: way, if we just to give you guys a, an idea, the first hint will be the amount of lead changes the race had. The second will be cars running at the finish. Third is how many laps the uh, the race winner led. Okay. Uh, fourth is the amount of cautions, and then if we need to, uh, we'll go to the track length and the uh, the manufacturer of the winner of the race. So, okay. but we've gone through the first two pretty well. This third race had ten lead changes. There were Martinsville. It was not Martinsville. Oh
1: wow, Darlington. Thirty.
0: Not Darlington. Uh, Richmond. Not Richmond.
1: <laughs> Thirty-five <laughs> oh, cars
0: running at the finish. Thirty-one on the lead lap.
1: Oh, what? What was that?
0: The was that race, Kansas? It was not Kansas. No, Dover, not Dover
3: Auto Club, not Auto Club. Yeah, I was named off the whole schedule. The uh, the race. How <laughs> many
0: tracks left?
3: Atlanta. The, no,
0: the <laughs> no. race. <laughs> the race winner. Led fifty two laps. That there was weren't. Sonoma. It is Sonoma. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> that was that one took the longest so far. Yeah, uh, I think some of these other ones are going to be a little bit more difficult. It was a Truex so. win. Nobody was paying attention.
1: No, no, the, no, the was reason the most boring race of the season. The reason I knew that is because for the fantasy league I had to use the laps led for tiebreaker in that race yep. to figure out who won. Yep. And that was the only reason I remembered the 57. All right. Uh this next race had
0: 10 lead changes as well as one of the as well as before. 35 cars running at finish. 24 on the lead lap. Coda? Not Coda. Oh.
2: Kansas?
1: Not Kansas. No, wait, 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 wait. Say, okay, say those numbers again. You said 20. There were 10 lead changes. 10 lead. 35 cars running
0: at the finish. Okay. 24 on the lead lap. So
1: very low wrecking race. Low attrition, but high um, lapage. That was Martinsville. It was not Martinsville. Oh, wow!
0: The race winner led sixty-four laps. So,
1: no, that was relatively Darlington.
0: It
2: was not Darlington.
1: That was uh, Richmond. It was not Richmond. Damn! Was... What the? This race
0: had five cautions. Five relatively so, so three
2: cautions outside of the was stages. it. Phoenix?
0: What, Zach? Phoenix? Was it it Phoenix?
2: is Phoenix.
1: Damn. I think Zach and I are at two apiece here. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> Listen, I know
2: the old
0: school races. I don't know this new stuff, okay? <laughs> we might have to play I haven't
2: this game again it with, enough. Uh, Oh, this is fun. I like this. I haven't rewatched There's... these races enough. I have to go back and watch oh. them
0: at 8th or ninth time. All right. This next race had 37 lead changes. 33 cars running at the finish. Atlanta. 22 on the lead lap. It was not Atlanta. What? Talladega. Not Talladega. Man. Just name them all off the Super Richmond. Richmond. It was not Richmond. How Wait, many, no, no, how no. How Darlington. Many? It was not Darlington. It what is Kansas. F- so, Dan, you, got, uh, you get finally got on the board here.
1: I okay. remember one of them, they were talking about it on TV because it was like a record number of lead changes or something. You
0: know, the, uh, all right, this next one here. This race had 31 lead changes. Talladega. It was not Talladega. Atlanta.
1: Atlanta. <laughs> not Atlanta. <laughs> <But> the, Martinsville. <laughs> not,
0: not Martinsville. Richmond. <laughs> no. Thirty cars running at the finish.
1: Oh, that 20, was Darlington. Twenty-five on the lead lap. Is Darlington correct? There it is.
0: It is not Darlington. Fuck? No. Um, Do- Dover. It was not Dover. The race winner the led. The race winner led one hundred and sixty-three laps. I already guess Atlanta. You did, and that's okay. incorrect.
1: There were 16 cautions, relatively caution filled race. Oh, question Are we including the all star race in this? No, okay. Um, was that um, you said 16 cautions? Was it,
0: f- cautions? it was yes. a Vegas Auto League? Club? It was not Vegas or Auto Club, Gateway, it was not Gateway. I feel like we've guessed everything. It is this is the first time I've given you this clue. It is a one and a half mile track.
1: One and a half it's not Atlanta.
0: Um Charlotte. It is Charlotte. It's the Coke 600. Uh,
3: yeah, 600. I I it my, most, most of that race <laughs> <laughs>
0: We have 400
1: laps. You got a lot, lot of. Lot of you realize that we're now all tied at two, so the next question <laughs> decides who wins this. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's only seven. Yeah.
2: All
0: right. This is our last one. All right. This race had 10 lead changes. 35 cars running at the finish. 24 on the lead lap. Martinsville.
1: It is Martinsville. <laughs> <laughs> done i don't have to change my title <laughs> <laughs> mike mike survives as the as the purveyor of daft stats right, yeah. let's see if i can figure this out how dan's done it
2: how oh, i've done it
1: put a checkered flag next to my name that was a oh, I, computer I had to copy has. and paste
2: from <laughs> from um a text message on uh, my iMac on my macbook
0: nah. uh, <laughs> That's the only it's way to get
2: the checker flag emoji. <laughs> you know,
0: now that now that you mentioned it, though, Dan, we're gonna we're gonna try to do that with uh with some old school like uh, classic races. I listen, I, I love the
2: old school stuff. I I I grew up on it. I've seen them a thousand times, but I will go in there and I will, I will watch the 2003 Daytona 500 qualifying races, um, the 19 or the 2001 uh, Brickyard 400 qualifying. I love to watch. Um, any, uh, any of the nineties, Bristol Martinsville races, man, I'm telling you, like, I'll go back and watch this all day long, son.
1: Those ones. I don't know if I'll be so good at, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah.
0: but all right. Mama Seeger says that was a fun segment. I agree. I thought that was fun. Uh, we'll have to, we're definitely going to do that towards the, uh, towards the end of the season. Um, just to have, have some for, uh, the remainder of the season. But all right, so getting into uh, one one thing that we have uh, today that's going to be typical, uh, something we didn't get to do last week. Uh, We have a race preview, so we get to we get to make some picks Uh, here. We've got all three national series uh, at Nashville Um, this weekend. We're going to do some night racing on Sunday. That'll be fun um so mike considering you won our segment here i'll let you go first who are your picks for uh the cup xfinity and truck series in nashville
1: uh you're back to me because i had to close all my stats pages and that's <laughs> that's me i'm opening up my phone right open now
3: everything right now looking at it <laughs> give it so some home. Justin. Justin who you got okay. who uh, is you get first,
0: this is the first time i get to go first wow okay um I'm going to go for the truck series. I'm going to go with Grant Enfinger. Um he's been doing pretty good this season. I think uh Nashville's a, a track that kind of suits his style, so I'm going to go with him. Uh for the Xfinity series, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Josh Berry. I think it's going to be a good week for him and I think it's uh it's going to be a good good time for him to get a win and get himself into the Xfinity series playoffs. And for Cup, uh you know what? I think getting to that NBC uh, part of the schedule, Zach, I think uh, we don't have to wait any longer. I think Chase Elliott goes back-to-back, and I think he finally gets uh, back-to-back at Nashville and gets the win, and I think we're going to see him in the playoffs. So uh, that's who I'm I'm going to go with for my picks for Nashville. Um, Mike, are you ready on this one, or you still need some time?
1: Uh, well, I just need one second here. So... um.
0: I'm trying to help gonna, you out here, Mike.
1: I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Crafton in the trucks. He's been top ten nine times, top five once, and he's only never he's only not finished one race. Um, as far as Xfinity goes, I'm gonna go with Allgaier. I mean, he's got five top fives in his career and a win there. And I'm actually going to go. For cup to the other, the other, uh, driver from Hendrick that won the other race there. And I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. I think he's, he's got the best average finish. I mean, it's kind of close, but yeah, he's finished sec- or I want to say he's finished first and f- fourth or third.
3: So yeah, uh, he was fourth last year.
0: Okay, no, all right, so that's uh, that's Mike uh, Daphner's picks. Uh, Dan, what about you? How, who, are your, who are you? Taking? Um, for the truck series,
2: I, I, I feel like um, I'm picking him more often than not here lately. But Zane Smith, um, I think he uh, will, will pull off this weekend at, at Nashville in the 38 truck, uh, for the Xfinity series, um excuse me no one's really sticking out to me too much but uh i, f- I feel like uh, this is definitely going to be a jrm track at a jrm race so i'm going to go with josh Berry on that pick and for the cup series i know we were talking about him earlier and uh saying he could point his way in but i don't think he's gonna have to worry about that after this weekend i'm gonna go with
0: christopher bell to pull the pick mm-hmm. for the race Interesting. I forgot that uh, it is a hometown track for Josh Berry, uh, being from Hendersonville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Seeger knows all about that area of and Tennessee. It's only about twenty so. minutes up the road, yeah. Gallatin Parkway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she she knows all about that that area of Tennessee. So uh, it is a hometown race for for Josh Berry. So, uh, Zach, what say you for your uh, for your picks here?
3: Oh, uh, I think I'm going to go with Zane Smith in the trucks. Justin Allgaier for the Xfinity, and I don't want to jinx Chase Elliott by picking him again this week, so I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Larson, keep it in the family.
0: Okay. So so we don't get a new winner uh, at Nashville for the Cubs series. It's going to
1: be – As much as
3: I them. hope, that's not what I'm picking.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh... – I figured <laughs> out the name thing, so –
0: yeah.
3: I
1: got my checkered flag down there now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, my, Mike's got
0: him a win now. All right. Well, uh, it's been great. Uh, be sure, if you're watching, uh, let us know your picks down below uh, for Nashville, and you can continue to do that. Be sure to like and subscribe uh, on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and uh, we'll have some uh, information coming to you guys uh, on Wednesday with the Stuart Haas announcement, this official announcement. Uh, that we're looking for audio versions of the podcast are available, uh, down below. This one will be available, uh, relatively soon. Uh, I know last week's I did it right after the show. So that's going to be, uh, probably what I do tonight as well. So, uh, we appreciate everybody for watching. Um, and we look forward to seeing everybody back next week. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's get our closing comments from everybody, starting with our resident Florida man, Dan Foster. Uh, what are your closing comments?
2: Uh, again, as always, it's, it's a blast and fun to hang out with you guys every week. Um, unfortunately, we only had Mama Seeger in the comments tonight. I mean, we love her, but we, we like to see other people commenting. Uh, no. I know Ryan's usually down there and uh, Tommy Williams and Tom Willoughby. But you know, hopefully they just enjoyed their holiday a little bit too much today, and you know, maybe they're going to bed a little early. So nah. um, me personally, I know as soon as we get off of here, I'm going right into that bedroom, I'm going to sleep. I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I went and played three hours of volleyball with my sister my nieces today and some of their friends. So it's been a long day the last couple hours, but um, always fun to hang out with you guys and spend some time and talk about NASCAR. You know, the thing that brought us all together to begin with. So, but... From this resident Florida man to all of you out there, have a good night. Happy Juneteenth, and we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're looking forward to getting everybody back in the comments next week. I'm like you, Dan. I'm thinking maybe maybe everybody just enjoyed the holiday a little too much, but you know what? That's okay. Um, everybody enjoying the off week. From one resident Florida man to another, Mr. Zach Williams, what are your closing comments, sir?
3: I just said I had a really good time hanging out with you guys tonight, talking NASCAR. Like I said, we didn't have racing. All weekend, pretty much. So it was a, a struggle to get through and I worked all weekend. But luckily, my boss knows I'm a NASCAR fanatic because that's all I talk about at work. So he gave me next Sunday off. So I'll get to watch the Nashville race.
0: That's right. And we're going to have Nashville at night this time. I think that'll be uh, fun and hopefully better for the traffic uh, in Nashville. I know they've had some issue getting everyone into the track last couple years so hopefully that'll that'll help with that mr mike dafner what say you for your final comments here tonight
1: and just as always glad to talk with you guys see i don't think anybody i don't think people are missing from celebrating today i think they're missing from celebrating father's day yesterday a little bit too hard a lot of grilling out which and eating which makes you tired for a few days and yeah but as always raise hail praise dale
0: Absolutely. Uh, as always, uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in and a congratulations to our, uh, friend Christian Rose, who was on the show last week for getting a top 10 in the, uh, ARCA series. That was the one race that was on this past weekend. So, uh, uh, at least NASCAR wise. So, uh, congratulations to him on that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, We will see you guys next week on running on scuffs and uh, hopefully we'll have some fun uh, Nashville action to talk about. So we'll see you guys then.